reading the Captain Underpants and the Pearly's plot of Professor Poopy Pants. There will be 25 uh, chapters and the blurb is have you read underpants today is it a bird is it a plane no it's pants george and harold's wedgie wonder is back and now he's got extra strength superpowers and it looks like he's going to need them professor pippy p poopy pants the dastardly new scientist science teacher is on the rampage for no reason at all Okay, George and Harold might have upset him in just a bit, little bit. He has fiendish shrinky pig 2000 and he is prepared to use it. Only Captain Underpants can stop poopy pants, reducing the world size of a pair of pre-shrunk underpants. Featuring Flipperama, the world famous cheesy animation technique that lets you animate the action in our last three adventures we tried to save our crazy principal from disaster he thought he was a real superhero but he wasn't we didn't think things could get any worse but they did the top secret truth about captain underpants once upon a time there were two cool kids named george and harold we are awesome me too they had a mean old principal named Mr. Krupp. Blah, blah, blah. Mr. Krupp was very mean to George and Harold. Blah, blah, blah. So they bought the third 3D hypnoring. They used it to hypnotise Mr. Krump. You will obey us. Okie dokie. But they made a terrible mistake. Okay. Hey, come back, Mr. Krupp. Tra-la-la. Mr. Krupp thought he was Captain Underpants, but he didn't even have any superpowers. They had a lot of adventures. One time, they even got attacked by a UFO. They all got took into the spaceship, and George stole some alien superpower juice. Then Mr. Krupp got eaten by a big evil dandelion. So George gave him some superpower juice. Then he got superpowers. Now Captain Underpants has amazing strengths. He can even fly too. The only way George and Harold can stop Captain Underpants from causing trouble is by pouring water on his head. This makes him in, turn back into Mr. Krupp. But beware, because uh, whenever Mr. Krupp hears somebody, snap their fingers. Snap, snap. He turns back into you-know-who. Oh no, here we go again. Tra-la-la, the end question mark. Chapter 1, George and Harold. This is George Beard and Harold Hutt. George is the kid on the left with the tie and the flat top. Harold is the one with the t-shirt 
and the bad haircut. Remember that now. Don't understand our good teachers. All of the, the experts at Drome Horwitz Elementary School had their opinions about George and Harold. Their guidance counsellor, Mr. Rect, thought the boys suffered from a dot d dot d dot. The school psychologist, Miss Labeler, diagnosed them with a dot d dot h dot d. And their mean old principal, Mr. Krupp, thought they were just plain old bad. But if you ask me, George and Harold simply suffered from I.B.S.S. Incredibly boring school syndrome. You see, George and Harold weren't really bad kids. They were actually very bright, good-natured boys. Their only problem was that they were bored in school, so they took it up on, upon themselves to listen things up. But everybody wasn't that thoughtful with them. Our teachers don't use deodorant. <laughs> Unfortunately, Harold, George and Harold's thoughtfulness got them into trouble every now and then. Sometimes I got them into trouble, a lot of trouble. And one time I got them into so much trouble, I almost caused the entire planet to be taken over by ruthless mechanical mad scientist guy in a giant robot suit but before i can tell you that story i have to tell you this story as everybody knows uh, new switzerland is a small country in southeast of greenland you probably know all about New Switzerland's natural resources and systems of government, but here's something about New Switzerland that I'll bet you didn't know. Everybody in New Switzerland has a silly name. Just ask their president, the Honourable Chuckle Jingleberry McMonkey Burger Jr. or his lovely wife Stinky. They'll tell you all about New Switzerland's proud silly name, Hertigage. They'll tell you about the cultural significance of silly names. And then they'll probably tell you a really long boring story of how the superpatrician got started. We'll skip that part, okay? Just remember that everybody in New Switzerland has a silly name, from the richest to the poorest, from the dumbest to the smartest. And speaking of smartest, let me introduce you to Professor Pippi P. Poopy Pants. Was probably the smartest person in all of New Switzerland. He guaranteed at the head of his class at Chunky Q Buggered Nose University and afterward spent all of his time creating wild and fantastic inventions. Let's look on him, shall we? 
Back in his private laboratory, Professor Pippi P. Poopy Pants was just putting the finishing touches to wonderful inventions. The Shrinky P. 2000 and the Goosey Grow 4000. Professor Poopy Pants called for his assistant, Pork Belly Funk, Funky Skunk. Mr. Punk. Mr. Funky Skunk, Pippi, yelled, I am now ready to test my new inventions. Porkbelly took notes while the professor aimed his shrinky pig 2000 at a hideous pile of rubbish. Blues, a powerful beam of energy blasted the garbage heap. Suddenly, the large pile of rubbish shrank to the size of a gumball. Hooray, it works, cried Professor Poopy Pants. Now I must try the Grusy Grow Fa Thousand. With these two inventions, exclaimed Professor Poopy Pants, I will be able to solve the world rubbish problem and create enough food for everyone on the entire planet. Finally, it looked as if all of the Earth's dilemmas would be fixed forever. But who would have believed that in just a few short weeks, Professor Poopy Pants would be trying to take over the planet in a fit of frenzied rage? Well, dear readers, the tragic tale is about to unfold. Before I can tell you that story, I have to tell you this story.